the iPhone 10 ditched Touch ID for Face ID. Now, the iPhone 13 just might be bringing Touch ID back, but probably not in the way you expected and probably not for the reasons you think. So hit the subscribe button and bell and I'll explain. No, wait, there is too much. I will sum up. Sponsored by CuriosityStream. Rumors of Touch ID coming back to the iPhone have been making the rounds for a very long time now. In May of 2019, financial analyst Blaine Curtis said in a research note that 2020 iPhones will have more significant changes, including 5G support, 3D sensing via the rear camera systems, and yes, wait for it, an acoustic fingerprint technology that could allow for full screen Touch ID. And two out of three ain't bad, especially from back then. In August of 2019, financial analyst and supply chain exfiltrator extraordinaire Guomingqi pushed that date back to 2021, saying, Apple will launch the new iPhone equipped with both Face ID and fingerprint on display to enhance security and convenience thanks to multi-biometrics. And just last week, John Prosser on Front Page Tech said he heard Touch ID was indeed in this year's prototypes. And there have also been parallel rumors about a next-generation iPhone SE Plus, like an iPhone XR, but with Touch ID instead of Face ID to keep costs down, full screen, but with either in-display Touch ID or power button Touch ID, like Apple just shipped in the 2020 iPad Air. The latter of which, of course, for an SE, yes, sure, makes just all the sense in the world that does. But for the full-on flagship, why go to all the trouble of deleting Touch ID with the iPhone 10 in 2017 just to bring it back with the iPhone 13 or whatever Apple calls the 2021 iPhone in 2021? And well, see, the thing is, because the goal was never to delete Touch ID in the first place or even make Touch ID or Face ID. Wait, I know, I know, that sounds just all shades of bananas, but Touch ID and Face ID have always only ever been two different solutions for Apple to fix the same basic problem, to make iPhone security more convenient, to make unlocking the iPhone just so damn easy people would be willing to lock it in the first place, which back before Touch ID, turns out just a huge amount of people weren't even doing. In our research, about half of smartphone customers do not set up a passcode on the device. So when Apple decided to delete the home button for the iPhone 10, they knew they'd have to delete Touch ID, their fingerprint identity scanner along with it. I mean that, or move it. And back then in 2017, in-screen fingerprint identity scanners just weren't ready for prime time, like not at all. And putting ordinary old Touch ID on the back just seemed ordinary, commonplace, worse, stuck in place, failing to move forward, whatever the opposite of a wicked flex is. But with Face ID, a facial geometry identity scanner, Apple saw the opportunity to, sure, do something that would be really hard for anyone else to duplicate, like for years, but that would also be even more convenient. Everything else being equal, almost transparent. As in, you wouldn't even need to press a home button to unlock your iPhone anymore. You just had to look at it. But like Touch ID wouldn't work at a distance, in a dock or a car mount, or with gloves on or when your finger was wet, Face ID wouldn't work at an angle, like on a table or shelf or with a mask on. So sure, when he reached the new world, Cortez burned his ships. As a result, his men were well-motivated. Apple burned Touch ID, and as a result, the Face ID teams were well-motivated, and they managed to ship it. But 
That was then, and this is now. And with the early optical versions of in-display fingerprint scanners behind us, you know, the kind that needed to be lit up and could be fairly easily spoofed by prosthetics, and the first couple of generations of ultrasonics, which essentially used radar instead of photos when they worked, if they worked, far more mature now, Apple can really say, por qué no los dos? Using their own acoustic in-display fingerprint scanner patents, Qualcomm's ultrasonic patents, which I believe came with the licenses Apple took along with the 5G settlement and everything else, they can probably field a best-in-class next-generation in-display Touch ID and fairly soon. And that, along with Face ID, means it wouldn't matter if you were at a distance or at an angle or if you had gloves on or a mask on or if your finger was wet. Both systems would just fire and whichever one wins, well, we win either way because it's just never been about Touch ID or Face ID. It's been about the best solution to that problem, about making iPhone security ever more convenient and not having to worry about the picadillos of one particular form of biometrics or another being able to just look or touch is a better solution than either by itself. And I'll do that even one better because Apple long ago abstracted the security frameworks anyway. So all the iOS and Apple Pay and app features don't care, like not at all where the authentication token comes from. Touch ID or Face ID, they just care about that authentication token. So in other words, Apple could do all of this tomorrow or next fall and it would already all just work together amazingly well, just like CuriosityStream and Nebula. Yeah, Nebula, the streaming platform I'm building along with my education creator friends like Legal Eagle, Sarah Z, Ali Abdal, Thomas Frank, Braincraft, Polymatter, and so many more. It's a place where I can put up extended and bonus content without having to worry about demonetization or the tyranny of the click-through rate or watch time or algorithms or ads. And you can find all of my videos there, completely ad-free. All of my interviews, including Apple Talk, the new weekly podcast I'm doing with psychotherapist Georgia Dow, which has a bonus topic only available on Nebula. So yeah, what does any of this have to do with CuriosityStream? Well, as the go-to source for the absolute best documentaries on the internet, they love educational content and educational creators. And we worked out a deal where if you sign up for CuriosityStream with the link in the description, not only will you get CuriosityStream, but you'll also get a Nebula subscription for free. And for a limited time, CuriosityStream is offering a whopping 41% off all of their annual plans. And 41% off for the holidays is an even better best deal, just the best deal in the business. So click on the link in the description or go to curiositystream.com slash to get an amazing deal on CuriosityStream and Nebula for free. It's a great way to support this channel and educational content directly. Just click on the link in the description or go to curiositystream.com slash And clicking on that link really helps out the channel. For a ton more on the iPhone 13, click on the playlist above. I'm going through all the leaks, doing all the in-depth analysis, all the everything. So click on the playlist and I'll see you in the next video.